This is Azalea Podcast. It's your boy Titus, and today we have the blues with us. How are you feeling? Are you blue? <laughs> I'm not feeling too shabby right now. I'm not Uh-oh. feeling blue. I'm not feeling blue. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You Hopefully know, it's, we uplift you. It's 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 hilarious that people say that because like my how, how many color, how often have you heard that? Too many times. <laughs> Sometimes I don't, and people be like, "What's your name?" Huh? <laughs> my name? No. Yeah, nah. It's uh, it's funny because a lot of the times people think my favorite color is blue or something like that, and I'm like, no, mm. it's actually orange. Mm, okay, it is. Yeah, I enjoy. A, I can see that. I yeah, enjoy the color vibrant orange. color. You know. Yes, it's very creative. It's mm, a very like, very creative color. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm. it's uh, I enjoy it a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Orange is one of my favorite colors too. No. Um, very vibrant. I, I looked up the back the back story of them because every color has this different story. Yeah, you know, of just energy, and a lot of them are combined from different colors. Right. And so, yeah, that that when I think about you, even though your name is Blue, your personality, like I said when we were talking off air, you got a personality that's outside of music. Like mm-hmm. if you weren't doing music, like you'd be funny just to watch outside of that. You have a very vibrant personality, and so yeah, orange fits you. Uh, orange is a good. <laughs> <laughs> but how have you been? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming. You know, oh, outside from feeling a little bit, you know, like actual blue, like how has the new year been coming in for you like this month as it's, a whole? It's been really good, honestly. Um, it's been filled with a lot of lessons and mm. it's, it's only been 27 days. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even a full month le- uh, yet. And it, it's just been filled with a lot of information. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um like we were talking off air, I feel like I've been really diving into the creative side of my music and really trying to understand not a pattern, but like more of a structure for myself when creating. Mm. And this year starting out, it's totally switched. You know, like I'm not just worried about the creativity side. I'm starting to understand like the more business aspect, the more, uh, creating a shield for Mm. myself, you know, um, Mm -hmm. so that I'm protected in every way, shape or form, you know? And so like spiritually as well, you know, like, Mm. but it's, um, it's been very, very interesting these past 27 days. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Same here, man. Same here. I was just talking to my uh, sister, my oldest sister yesterday. I talked to her. We have like a weekly prayer on Thursdays. Like me and her, we just like catch up and then we'll pray, pray stuff out. Stuff yeah. like. It's just like, man, like it's been a lot of like lessons. This and this is what you said. I was like, man, it's been a lot going on this month. Like the beginning of the month, like, it was just like, I didn't know if I was going to make it. Like really, like on some like, bro, like I was questioning so much stuff to where it's just like, um, towards the end coming into February. Cause like, you know, like you said, it's the 27 days, but then at the same time, it's 27 days. We already about to hit February. It's kind of like at both ends, like, dang, it's right. February. Yeah. But in that, just in that month, the stuff that I've learned that's packed in has made me, um, ready for the new year, right. ready to like, like you said on the business tip. Yeah. Cause you know, like I'm to the point kind of in the same fashion. Like, you know, I had a good two years of like showing people like, this could be a steady, continuous podcast, and now I'm like, I'm to the point where it's like, all right, where artistry is meat and business. Right. Like, how do I monetize this? Right. You know, how do I build a bigger, a bigger base outside of the city? You know, and so like, yeah, it's been very much so the same kind of way with me. You know, and just like, and with myself, learning more about myself in that right. sense. You know, right. It has been definitely um, a reflective time 
what I've honestly, um, you know how at the beginning of the year, people are always like, choose a word. Like, what's your word for the mm. year? And like, what are you focusing on? Mm -hmm. I think this year is like the first time I've actually done that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's the word? <laughs> to receive. Oh, okay. Okay, I like that. It took me a second to really understand what that meant. Because mm. when you think of like receiving or taking, you know, it feels like you know, like a negative connotation on the word. Mm. And um, it feels like, like when I could first, like the when I would first think about the word, it, it would make me feel like a burden. You know mm. what I mean? Like to receive anything. And then I started thinking about um, like what that actually meant, you know, like to receive knowledge, mm -hmm. to receive help, to receive love, mm -hmm. to receive criticism you know things yeah. that you don't want things that you do want and you know all of that stuff in between and so um it was really hard for me to wrap my mind around that at first mm. but the more that I tried to allow it the better you know it started to feel and the more that I've started to allow it you know and so it's changed a lot of things for me because I was always I always felt like I needed to give knowledge to someone like mm. here let me help you here let me do this for you here let me here 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 yeah and like when you're doing that you always feel like people don't appreciate you you mm. know and, you know <laughs> yeah because you're always giving out you're always like here have choir, choir you need water here, here's her. water <laughs> what do you need you need yeah. anything like mm. and so um it was really hard for me to be like okay i can stop doing that like i don't have to prove mm that I'm worthy of any of this receiving, it just takes me to accept it, like, that yeah. it's there and that people are there to give that to me. Mm. And so, um, yeah, it was really hard to, like, accept, like, for whatever reason, because it's like now it doesn't feel like, you know, such a big thing. Mm. But in that moment, I was just like, you know, I always wanted to prove something to somebody as, and it was to give to them something. And so like, I've done that less. And so that's something that's really stuck with me for the past few days mm. or not days, but like the 27 days we've throughout been this about. month. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's been very interesting as far as like the people that have been coming and going as far as like, you know, people that want to talk to you or like, um, work with you, collab with you, things like that. Um, mm. And, like, really seeing what they have to give. Yeah. You know, and, like, not being so prepared to give them something because I have no idea who they really are, you mm. know? And so it's just been very interesting. Yeah. It's been very interesting because it always feels like you're in a service. I'm in a service and servitude, you know, and things mm. like that. And sometimes things work in our favor when we just stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact yeah that's for sure that's why i got excited when you said that when you said receive because i feel like um that has been the same thing that i've been instructed in my life um it's two words that came to mind with it when it came into this year um that receive just came into my life last week by a friend of mine and he was talking more in a manner of just like um being receiving being led by the spirit because mm -hmm. like like you kind of like similar to you like i think one of my um love languages is service you know i feel like going kind of like what we were talking about off air the all four of us off air when it came to just like community based in that manner i think i'm rooted in that and i feel like that's what we are 
naturally intended to be doing is right. to just be energy trans transmitters just serving each other and just like transferring good energy like that's really how the world works like me and, and, a, and a friend of mine was talking about it um Ferrar actually when he was telling me about the serve like the servitude of plants that a lot of people don't realize when it comes to like right uh trees how they how they serve each other like the network underneath the ground right. when one is like needing water the other one can send it right through just like you know the that that's amazing to me. Like yes. I feel like that's how we are should be. Like we're really transmitting to where you feel that base when someone is feeling down. You feel when somebody is in need. We see it sometimes when people are in need, but right. we ignore it because of like the mentality that we're in now because of what the world has done to us. Right. And what you saying that kind of confirmed with me because it's it's like you you get into such a mode of doing that to where it's like I think I was like that naturally because I felt overlooked when I was younger. Right. And so I always was like, I want to make sure, like, people is good. Like, I want to make sure you're not feeling overlooked or, like, you know, in that sense. And, like, be the person to, like, really listen to someone because I didn't feel, you know, I was a very emotional teenager. I'm like, y'all, y'all yeah. ain't listening to me. Like, right. you, know, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you know, and then I went, you know, that that sadness, emotions all turn into something else. Right. And that, that sadness turned into anger. Right. And so my teenage years, I was just, when they went from sadness to anger, it was just like, all right, well, if y'all ain't gonna listen to that, forget y'all. Y'all ain't gonna listen to that. Right. Y'all think, think I should be hard? Y'all think this is what a black man should be, not be able to express? I'm gonna be the hardest one then. Right. I'm gonna be the most, I'm I was like you. Pac on that, like, I'm on the sense you. of like, y'all don't think I can grieve and, and have pain because, you know, back in back in that day, we're finally full surface full surface until like yo it's okay to tell people you need help like right. this mental health thing is is becoming more larger now in this you know this generation but right. back then cats even even don't matter the gender like right. like especially when it came to people of color like shut up and just continue to do it you yes. know what i'm saying that my mom you know my mom like she raised us single family household she never griped like i know she was going through stuff right but she just like you know how her mother was raising her like she my grandmother just did it. You know yep. what I'm saying? She, she didn't was no, talk about stuff. Well, there was nothing to really complain about, and it didn't help anything. It didn't change nothing, mm -mm. you know? And so a lot of times when it comes to our elders, they don't really understand, like, the excuses. Because mm -hmm. we've, again, with those conveniences, we've built so many excuses to keep those convenience, mm -hmm. you know? And so... um it makes it it makes it really hard for them to understand that because they're like, here's the plan, wrote it out for you. All you gotta do is do it, and mm -hmm. we're like, mm, uh, maybe, uh, maybe after I'm done playing video games, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, or after I'm done doing this, or you know, like, let me scroll on Twitter real quick, and then I'll get to I'll get to that. Just mm -hmm. you know, give me a second, and so it's just like, it it makes no sense because we want what this plan is going to end up giving us. We want that. Mm -hmm. But then we're also like stuck on other shit that just distracts us all the time. And so it's yeah, just, life. So I think that's the difference between like, you know, the young and the old, like there's just so many more distractions and so many more conveniences out here. Whereas then like, yeah, you could go and find like a corner store 20 miles that way and mm. you ain't got a car. So you going to walk. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so it's like, well, I guess water it is. <laughs> water it is, dude. Yeah. That sounds good. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, no. So, I mean, Now like, you can order stuff. You and, know, yeah, mm -hmm. you don't even got to leave, you know, mm -hmm. even even if you have a car, you know. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it was um, a little little history of my family. Um, my, on my father's side, 
his mother and father, um, they owned a tobacco field. Okay. Right. And so like there were stores and things that were nearby, but like there was a lot of times where like they had to walk to school. You know, we all heard that story where the snow was this high mm -hmm. and I had to tread and I didn't even have <laughs> pants for my knees. Yeah. Like you hear all of that shit. And so like the funny stories that I heard like from my family, right? I have a cousin that has um she has scoliosis. So mm. she's a little, you know. Mm -hmm. And so um, there was a time she was the only black kid on the bus, right? Because we lived in Bear Creek, North Carolina. Look that up. And <laughs> <laughs> and so um, we lived there, and this was, like, right around, like, I think my father was the first integrated black man into his school. Mm. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, my yeah. parents are very old. My mother is about to be 70 in yeah. two years. I'm 28. So yeah. we're like Same 40. Here. Right. We're they, like 40 they're around my part. time. Yeah. Right. My mother's time. Yeah. So very interesting time period. So this is after that. And so like, she's like the only black kid on the bus. And like, there was one day they were picking on her. They were hitting her, doing crazy shit. She came home crying. My dad, he hid the next day. He hid in the ditch because um, he had a full like um army suit painted his face black oh wow. <laughs> he so, went all out my man jumped up when the bus pulled up and walked on the bus before she even came out there and told them that if they fucked with his niece ever again he would kill everybody on the bus <laughs> <laughs> set the tone joking. set the tone Bro, right not joking to you like that's a that is a story that they told me. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I even had a history teacher that told me about my father in a grocery store, how people were, like, hitting him with, a, like, his his ankles with mm -hmm. a buggy. And they were, like, taunting him. Man, and it's like a movie. Bro, yeah. this it's is like the craziest stuff you see on, like, movies. But just imagine, as a, as a, what grade was I in? Ninth grade? Like, and your history teacher's like, your last name's Henderson. Mm. Your father wouldn't have to be blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bro, what? It's crazy but either way so he probably was in the store when it happened right yeah he was the the kid that was checking him out wow, so that's, that's how funny. that's how he saw what happened because mm. yeah he went outside and he fought them mm. and yeah that didn't end well for them so it yeah was, yeah it's a very interesting interesting family backline but um basically what i was getting at is that um I just went on a tangent. Sorry. No, that's, that's what we do. It was an open discussion. <laughs> but yeah, but the point that I was getting at is like in those time periods, like there was so much going on. And you would think with everything that's going on now, it would be so much easier to create a community. Mm. But it was so much going on then and no way to escape the way that we can escape now that they had no choice but to become a community and mm. work with each other. Yeah. There was nothing that they could run to. I mean, maybe drugs. Some people did that. It depended yeah. on the time period. Alcoholism. Right. You know? you know, and like, I mean, there were even abusive situations that, you know, like we don't want to talk about it as far as like rape within families, like mm, uncles yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about those things. It's very interesting. Mm. Luckily I did not experience anything like that, but I know that it's, it's things that happen within family so it when you say you know like your mother and like her mother and like other black mothers and things like that how they have just been kind of like just do it you know it's because of the fact that there wasn't there was a community there but it was like we could talk about anything but that mm -hmm. yeah anything. we can go we can go to the end of the earth we talk about god we could talk about mm -hmm. anything not that yeah so that's like 
you know? It's like, yes, we did have community, but I think now the way, the direction that we're going about it, even though we do have all these distractions, at least we're able to finally, you know, spotlight those things. And, and call really take a Band-Aid out. off that's yeah. probably been there for years. For years, because like, imagine how many generations those people have done it to. Yeah. You know, and now we're finally breaking cycles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're finally breaking cycles of our colonists you know our you know our conquerors and things like that because not saying that those things didn't happen before i have no idea but i know that they were very much implemented in our societies Mm. and our families and everything like that from colonialism you know and so this is very interesting yeah it's crazy man Mm -hmm. it's deep how how far you went back on that even when like you said with colonialism when you think about my ancestors to the point like to the ones that i know right um not, I mean, when I say I know to like my grandmother, like I seen them as right. b- before, before ancestors that may have got mistreated in that way, that, that spirit of just like, you know, cause we had like, I feel like you do have certain cases where it's like soul ties to try to follow the next generation, you know, generational curses to try to follow you. And you know, like we're at a stage to where you could talk about everything. You could talk about how these white people mistreat you. You talk about like racism you talk about job but like when certain things like you said with certain family things it was frowned upon to talk about up until like certain points like right. i just got to a point where like my siblings and like my mother to like see the backstory of just like the history of just like you know not um you know being being touched as as children and stuff right. like that like seeing the timeline of that like seeing like i wasn't the only one of that to where it was just like you see it where it was affecting like other siblings of mine and like the back you go even further it was probably like you know on my mom's side on my dad's side right. to where it's just like dang man like how deep does that go and how like you say how many years did the older generation go of just like now nah, we don't talk about that right we'll talk about that right there yeah you know because like we, we can look in the eyes and, and see that my you know i can look in my sister's eyes and see like i'm not talking about my actual sister I'm right, talking right, about, right. like if i was an older generation person like you can look in someone's eyes and be like oh yeah they've they've gone through that too right so it's like it's an unwritten story in that realm right. to where it's and like, it's, it just keeps happening over mm-hmm. and over and over again it's very interesting yeah but yeah anyways <laughs> <laughs> rabbit hole back up there. <laughs> but going into the full circle moment what you were saying and gift, um, being able, it's a gift being able to receive, you right. know, that is part of my structure of becoming a man and receiving more. Right. Because like you said, I, for years, I've been the one, the giver yes. in that, in that fashion. Yes. And I think what my friend was trying to say, I haven't done in the, in the avenue of receiving, um, you know, love, receiving, um, instruction, yeah. you know, in, in that right, regard. Exactly. And so that is something that I've took when into doing now towards the end of this month, I really focused on like, man, am I really doing that enough? And when I really backtracked, I was like, man, he's right. Like I, I haven't received enough. And so right. that word came into mind as, as when you said it, I was like, yeah, that's the same word my homie said, because with receiving, it came into the other word that I had, which is restoration mm. and able to like, cause he was like, this is a year of, um, restoration you know everything you thought god forgot about everything you you feel like it's too late to do everything you you know was disencouraged to do like you're getting back into that mind frame like mm. you're you're going to cross those boundaries and be able to do even whether it's people that you think um they forgot about you you know whether whatever it may right. be this is the season of restoration right. to where it's like you're putting it's back nice. intact the things that um you thought that god forgot about yeah in that sense 
And so with that, though, you got to be able to receive. Right. You, know, you got to be able to receive the instructions, be led right. in, in the realms, because it's going to be people, like you said, that came into my life. And I already seen it. Like, it's people that came back into my life just the beginning of this month that I haven't talked to for years. Right. Like, we left on bad terms. And it's been people that's come into my life that I never met that I can see the connection is already being there. Right. But he's warned me about both of those sides. He's like, people come into your life that you think it's going to be good. It's not. And right. vice versa. Right. And so <clears throat> that's that old man coming. <laughs> be prepared on both that ends uncle. and be able to receive that, you know, right. be able to receive that instruction. Well, And the craziest part about the, the whole receiving thing is like to give the, this is one, the second hardest thing I had to understand. <laughs> mm. To give all the time is selfish. Yeah. It's so selfish. Like, to think that you are the sole proprietor of everything and, like, you control all of what is given, you know, without taking from someone because they want to give, too. You mm. know what I mean? And so it's like they want to share what their day was like with you. And if all you care about is giving about what your day was, mm. There's no reciprocation. Yeah, exactly. It's so selfish. And so, like, that was that was the second thing because a lot of the time when we keep giving, we feel so, like, we're selfless. I feel very, you know, like, I think about others all the time. And it's like, it's cool. That is cool. Mm -hmm. And it's noble of you. But what's really, really being asked of you is to think about yourself and then to hear others and what they have to say as well. And, like, like you said, even, like, receiving compliments you know like that's been the trouble for me like when somebody's like oh your music is so good i'm like yeah yeah i just God. got i just got good at receiving like compliments maybe like past couple years you know because i remember like it's it's been like probably over half a decade i remember like it was just i remember a, a friend was complimenting me on something and um i was really bad at receiving stuff because it's just like i never got it yeah. and so it's like i when you when you when you first start getting it um, you know, back in the day, cats would like do stuff to like they give you compliments, but we Jones on cats, and right. so like you know, a compliment could be like a backhanded compliment. Right. And so no, I didn't know how to receive certain things, and a friend of mine was giving me a compliment on something, and I was like, man, I was like, man, shut up on, on that sense. And like I was jokingly saying shut up, but like they took it. He took it like, yo, man. He was like, yo, man. Like I'm, I'm really like, dang, like I'm really like. He didn't know my kind of humor in that regard. Right. And right. he was like, yo, man, I, I was really, like, complimenting you on that. I'm like, dang. I could tell that it hurt him. Yeah. And so it made me backtrack on myself. Like, well, dang, why am I like that? Why don't I like like receiving? And it's, you know, it's deep into the, the avenue of receiving. Why Why is the person that always like to, like, give like that? Because right. maybe they feel like they never got it. Like, you know how we unpack mm -hmm. and stuff. Right. And so I had to unpack that in that realm of, like, dang, it's okay to, you know, everybody is not, um, you know, giving you backhanded compliments. Right. I know you've been pained by that. And I'm sorry you've been pained by that, but there's some people out here that's really naturally rooting for you. Right. And and there's there's gotta be a moment to where you have to first unpack. Like mm -hmm. a lot of people don't ever, you yeah. know, like they just like, you know what, I can shove this down. Just uh -huh. I'll so never see that again. <laughs> right. Just put it over here and close it up in this box and you know, like and so that's the first thing is like people don't really like to, you know, unpack those things mm -hmm. because when you unpack those things, you can actually see, Yeah, you know, you can actually see yourself and like a lot of people don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, 
Kind of lost my thought there. <laughs> Unpacking in, in the regards of um, maybe accepting compliments. It, it was going in the realm of being able to receive, like, even, like, right. compliments in that regard. Yeah, it's, I mean, being able to unpack things, yes. But um, there was another point, and I'm like, it floated away like a balloon. <laughs> it was just like, going, going, going. I was focused on this, and I let the balloon go. Like nah, That's fine. It happens. <laughs> if it's important, you know, just interrupt. Right. You know, it'll come back. I got it. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Dead ass. For sure. No, but yeah, it's 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 just a challenge. A lot of people don't want to change. And so that's, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. People, sometimes people don't want to change. So it's it's really refreshing to hear men. Because you're not the only one that I've heard, you know, take these leaps to work on themselves and to practice and just implementing these things, you know, because it's one thing to be knowledgeable about it. I know a lot of people that know their bad habits and mm-hmm. they know the things that they should change and like they're in their own way, but they don't, you know, and it's like, I don't know how to get out of my own way. And it's like, <laughs> you literally just move like that's it. <laughs> like you just move and then yeah. you don't do it again. Like, you know, and so mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. <laughs> people get stagnant and that's okay too because there was a moment last year where I felt very stagnant and you know it felt like oh I'm not I'm not performing enough I'm not I'm not doing enough I'm not doing blah 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 and it's like I'm realizing now these things aren't happening because I'm truly not prepared for these things to happen mm. and when I was I don't know if it was this podcast with De Niro but I've recently was watching him and he was saying you know if you're not prepared for a blessing which you know like what are you gonna do and so Mm. it's like it's just been a different perspective for me is like being really not just like you know waiting for the perfect moment because that can that can you know crush your your dreams too but Mm. to really build for a moment Mm, yeah whether it's gonna happen or not you know and so a lot of people they're not gonna start building until they know something is gonna happen and so what i've been hearing from like the people that love me the most in my life is that you know you have to prepare for nothing like whether Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen for you or not you have to prepare for anything feel you i was mm. having those moments <laughs> oh god i was like don't cough <laughs> don't do it <laughs> yeah i didn't want to do it in your ears i was like let me <laughs> that's why i kept turning away i was like ah. <laughs> no but i agree i agree with you completely preparation is you're you daggone unpacking stuff i'm working with as, as well so it's like yeah that's something that i've been working on as well is, is preparation is key on on a lot of different avenues when it comes to um the next stage where I want to go when it comes to like dealing with this um preparation is key you know like I was talking to my sister um last night like I said well we we do our little weekly thing and um I was talking to her just the avenue of just like um she was saying that like God we're asking stuff God's not prepared for oh uh, that you're not prepared for like you haven't you you know like the you know it's a it's an old like scripture where it's like um faith without works is dead and so it's like if you ain't putting in the action, you you we need to meet him halfway in this thing. You know, like he he sees that and honors that. And I I I was transparent with her. I was like, yeah, like it's some stuff I was praying for. I ain't ready for. You know, like you know, I be praying for like yo Lord, like why, like I need me a wife or no, you know, I need to settle. Am I really prepared for that? You know, are you like because I'm a like I'm an old school minded in the sense of like it's death do you part. 
on that. You know, on, on you know, like, and for me, it's like, you know, I want my girl to do, like, be able to do her own thing and, you know, have her life. But at the same time, I want to have my foundation built. I want to have my kingdom built right. in that regard. Is your kingdom built? Because, like, my foundation be should, should be built right. without that. Right. You know, that she should be walking into that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, emotionally, are you unpacked enough for that? Right. Are you, are you, you know, are you in love? Have you going through the the peeling stages to really allow someone to love you. Right. And in that regard, and no, like, no, and, and that takes a process as well with like a wife. Like I've been so like, what's the word I'm looking, looking for solo dolo for such a, a while. Like I have <laughs> yeah. to realize how to like accept someone being in my life, right. you know, and, and I have to still unpack loving myself more to be able to spread that love. Cause once you once you love yourself truly how you supposed to be, right? And loving yourself and like I don't mean in the sense of like oh like I don't like myself. I mean like really treating your mental right, like really you know mind, body, and soul, like right. doing like doing the things that really make you a full whole person. Right. Then you're able to spread that love the right way to the right person to the right people. Right. And so I think that's where God is showing me in the sense of like preparation. You know, you're asking for these things, but make sure you are ready for these things because I want to bring you a real life. Right. But with that, that ain't just like some microwavable one stop shop. That's how that's how cats be together for two years. If you're talking about some death do you part, you need to have your foundation built for this woman. Right. You know, because they out here. Yeah. You know, like a lot of the times, like you said, your blessings are out here. I believe it's in the spiritual coming into the natural. Um, you just have to be prepared for it in the natural. And right. so it'll be holding back in the phys- in the spiritual. Materializing things, you know. And mm-hmm. so like a lot of times what helps me when I'm wishing for things or hoping for things, I start thinking about like what does what does that look like as far as like with me, like the best or what I'm looking for in myself, what does that look like, I guess. And I like mm. I try to I tried to write that on paper um maybe months ago or something like that. But like what does this woman look like? And not like my spouse but me you know what i mean like what does this person look like for the person that i'm asking for mm-hmm. you know because like if you're still out here enjoying yourself for instance not to compare dogs or anything to women or anything like that but like my mom <laughs> my mom has been wanting a dog for the longest time right mm. she lost her dog maybe like a year ago and like she's been like you know grieving and She's mm. like, I just want a puppy, and da 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 da. And I'm like, Ma, you don't need a puppy. <laughs> mm. You don't need it. Mm-hmm. You just need to grieve, and you yeah. need to feel these feelings, and you need to stop running. You Go know, through don't, that process. Right. Don't run away from it. It just is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. When you're ready for a dog, it, you know, you'll go and get one like you know whatever and so a family member had reached out and needed somebody to watch a dog mm-hmm. my mom was like oh my god yes, <laughs> yes please let me watch the dog cool mm-hmm. so she, now she's watching the dog she hates it <laughs> she like there are times where she's like he's nice but she hates mm-hmm. it she hates having to get up and take him out mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me uh Feeding it. Uh, She has a cat that she's been taking care of. That's my sister's. That thing is getting old. And (laughs) poor baby is pooping and, you know, doing the the old people things, you know. And she's just like, I can't stand this. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm Mm. like, see? And you almost got a puppy. Like, aren't you glad that you just Mm. waited and, like, thought about this before you did it? 
<clears throat> that's how God to do too. Like he'll he'll be like, I'm gonna give you a little bit of what what you thinking you want, right? Like just to show you like what you need to build on. That's right. what it Because like even with that, with, like you talk about with the dog, and like again, not to compare women with right, dogs, yeah, no. not to compare children with dogs. As yeah, well, either, you know, a lot no. of people be like, you know, you, if if you want to see if you're ready for a child, get a puppy, get a puppy right. like from the ground up and really right. build it up in that regard, and so. Not that I was thinking about a, a uh, I was kind of thinking about a wife at that time, but okay. I definitely wasn't thinking about no kids at that time. But I got this dog and I looked at it and was like, man, like it it showed me how unprepared I was for a wife mm-hmm. in that regard to where it's like, man, I really like my own space. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like in, in situations. And then at that time, it's funny because at that same time, I was talking to someone, but it had been the first time like I talked to someone in a while and like they would be calling and it was just like, I got so I think I was solo for so long I became dehumanized to where it was just like I was like why is this person calling me right it was just like oh they want to know what I'm doing like (laughs) it's like you can get so dehumanized where it's just like okay I have to build this back up right you know going back to receiving like I have to receive love like be able to receive this again and like just like allowing somebody in your space I think that's another thing is yeah. like, you know, certain things I feel like just would not work um, if you're not comfortable in that space with the person and like not have to be doing something you mm-hmm. know? or being able to work in the same space as somebody that you love. Like that's, that's big for mm-hmm. me. Like being able to work in a kitchen together as far as like your kitchen, like do y'all vibe well? Am I running into you every five seconds or are you sitting over there on the couch not doing nothing while I'm doing everything or like mm-hmm. so like just things like yeah, that. Aren't you in a relationship? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh <laughs> I kinda thought that too. I kinda I was like, she kinda looks Based off the gram, I was like, she kind of looks like that's, I the, told you she the, the, hoodie, the hoodie and the glasses coming because I've seen her. I feel like I saw her on your page. And I was Clark like, Kent over there, dog. Mm-hmm. I'm Lois Lane. Don't yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Get into that. I want to because that was going to be my next question though. Dealing because we were talking about relationship. Yeah. How you know you talk about the space and and that's something you know that I'm trying to get in the mind frame of now how is that like in the in regard because you're you're dealing with another creative as well yes how how is that um chemistry in that regard of having your space and knowing when to combine and you know understanding the balance with that relationship with the creative because i've never dated a creative so what how is that well i would say that in the beginning we were very much honeymoon like phase Mm -hmm. and like it was like don't leave i love you don't go nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I really like you. Where, where are you going? Mm. Let's spend all day together, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and so we had to figure out a plan to where we were able to give those moments to each other and have those, even now, like, because we've been dating almost a year now. So, like, wow. yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, but um, it does when you're having fun, man. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's just been, it's been very, I don't know, like, it's been emotionally awakening. It's been creatively awakening. It's mm. been just in so many different forms where it feels like there were so many things I did not realize about myself because I didn't have the time. Because, you know, like, when you're in relationships, people really steal your energy, your mm. time, your everything you know like when you become their 
significant other, you're like a second mom or something. You know what I mean? Like, if I can't call my mom, hey, can I get help? Like, you know what I mean? And so, like, in certain situations, of course, that's okay. But for both people to have an idea of a partnership and to, like, really, you know, one day I might be 70, she might be 30. You know, or there might be a day where, you know, she's not feeling a thousand percent or, you know, I'm not feeling a thousand percent. I'm feeling real like I'm not making enough or I'm not doing enough or I'm not blah, blah, blah. And like to have that person not judge you for those moments, to be there with you and to sit with you and to like work through those emotions with you. There was a lot of things I didn't understand, like even with just expressing myself that she helped me Mm, with. Yeah. You know, like helping others to express themselves now because now I know the language and like it's able, it's easier for me to listen to people instead of talking, Mm. you know? And so like, I've learned that from her, you know what I mean? And so those things have been, cause those, that's what I thought I was before I met her. And so Mm. like, she's showing me how to be the person that I truly would want to be Mm. without, without, convincing me it's someone else you know what i mean or like mm. trying to make me into something that i'm not you know like yeah. she saw what i wanted and was like all right i'll help you let's enhance that yeah let's do it if mm. that's really what you want cool you know and so like that's what it's felt like which i know to a lot of people they're like well, you should be able to do that by yourself and it's like yeah absolutely but there are certain things that you're not able to see inside your body yeah you know and like when someone is actually able to put words to what you're feeling, it's like the biggest relief you've mm-hmm. ever had. You know, yeah. like when you really can't put words to things, or if you just don't have the vocabulary for it, so you shut down, or you're not, you know, you're not receiving, or you're not even giving. You know, like you're not doing any of it. And so, yeah, for sure. This relationship, I feel like, has been very eye-opening in a lot of different ways. And I think now, with the whole business thing that I was talking about. Mm-hmm learning that from her you know right. what i mean mm-hmm. and so it's like and there's a lot of things obviously that she's learned from me along the way mm-hmm. but that's not what Iron we're talking about eye. yeah mm-hmm. you know and so like it's just been very reciprocal mm-hmm. you know it feels like we're doing a dance mm-hmm. you know and yeah. it's like it just, just feels flowing. wonderful yeah like yeah. It, that's that's what it feels like truly and so it it, it gives me a very warm heart to to say that <laughs> yeah that's beautiful yeah. man that's what's up yeah. i like that i like the energy man yeah. <laughs> that's how it should be it should I be can, like <laughs> i can hear you <laughs> she's thinking and i can feel it <laughs> get out of my brain <laughs> she lives in there <laughs> no. that's how it should be man it's all it's a relationship should all be about always be about iron sharpening iron man yes. and, and building with each other and encouraging each other because it's like you know we're going back to the energy thing we were saying in the beginning with tribe and, and you know like community you know whether it's a relationship like that or if it's like just a friendship right like teamwork makes the dream work and you need <laughs> yes. that you know like i told people even when it came to boxing because like we were talking about um who was that i was talking to just like an artist they were like even if you're an independent artist bro like, um, you're not doing it by yourself. Yeah. He said, if you're really trying to get to a certain level, he said, you still got a team, whether it's engineers, producers, right. manager. Even if you're managing yourself, you're getting, you're getting knowledge from somewhere. Teamwork makes a dream work in that regard to where it's like, even if you're a boxer, you can do the boxing one-on-one in the ring, but still, you got a coach that's coming to you at the side. It's like, yo, your jab is off. Like, right. it, it, he cannot use his left. Right. And that's what she is. Right. Like, she's seeing 
you know your potential. Like, right. I got a mean jab. Right. But she's saying, like, yo, if you go to the left, Mm-hmm. You, you can hit his whole bread basket, right? Like, and so <laughs> that's that's basket. what team t- that's what teamwork is about, though. They're seeing she's seeing the potential of what you got and enhancing right. that, right? And that's where iron sharpens iron, and that's where the right people in your circle do. And so to hear what you're saying when it comes to like having that relationship with her, like that's beautiful, man. Because right. that's that's what I feel like we are here for to right. have that to have that that connection with somebody like my, my grandmother had an expression where it was like, it's 99 of the same use out here in this, in this world. And I've, I've used this a lot on this podcast It's and in that regard, she meant soulmates, right? you know, like, and you know, we're about 8 billion in this world now. And so like, when I say that, it's like, whether it be, I truly believe like, whether it's an intimate relationship like that, a friendship right. is 99 people that are really have like a soul connection with you. Right. That, on this earth, you may not even met him yet. Right. You know, in that regard. Exactly. You've met one in regards of just like it happened to stumble upon an intimate relationship. It was a beautiful intimate relationship to where now you guys are dating. You yeah. may meet someone in the UK where like it'd be like me and you. Right. In that regard, like like, yo, that is like my brother, man. Like, right. like, I don't know what it is about that dude. It's just a connection. Right. But I feel like it's truly people like that spread across this Absolutely. earth to where you have those connections and you build that community and that network in that way. And so to to find out and hear from you that you actually found one of them. Like, that's dope, man. That's beautiful, man. That's what it's all about. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank man. you. It, it's been a long journey, but. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. <laughs> it has been. But just to, I mean, because even, like, when we first, like, just began, it was just a friendship, you know? And mm-hmm. so, like, that's where all the emotional unpacking really started. And, like, she just helped, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she was a hand there. I tried to help in any way that I could, you know, you know, to keep giving that recipro- reciprocation thing. And so it's just crazy where it turned up. Like mm-hmm. where we where we turned out to be, so mm-hmm. yeah. But um, and I've met so many different people in my life where it does feel like you know, no matter where I go, there will always be a connection. Like mm-hmm. my sibling, um, Trey. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, uh, my sibling Trey. He moved uh for a year just to like Europe, and watching him finally get out of America, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, go somewhere where he's adored. Like, he learned French. They learned French, excuse me. And so um, they literally, I mean, they they dedicated so much time and money and effort into getting over there, and now they're there. And, like, they're starting to get on TikTok and, like, take their music career, you know, even further than what it was over here. And it just makes me so, like, proud and happy and, like, I just feel like no matter where they go, no matter what they do, like, it'll always be, like, like mm-hmm, that, you know? That bond. So, it, absolutely. And so mm-hmm. um, I can't wait till they come back, though, because yeah. that was, we, we record all the time together and, mm-hmm. like, even making music and stuff like that. And so it's just, like, they're a big part of my life. And so um, for that soulmate to, like, go that far, I was so happy, but I was so sad. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was mm-hmm. like what like every time i wake up you're going to sleep why like i can't even tell you anything yeah so but um but yeah like um a lot of people that you feel and i mean you can even have soul ties that break you you know (laughs) yeah friends you know like Mm -hmm. i've had friends in the past that i really felt like we were tied forever Mm -hmm. like and no more you know and so it's just like 
And it, it hurt me like a relationship. Like, I was mm-hmm. in my car, like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. huh, funny shit. Like, bitch, you in your car? If you don't get out your car, he gonna yeah. cry in the car. <laughs> he gonna cry when he get in the car. Like, <laughs> that's how I felt. Like, bro, what is wrong with you? But, yeah, so, like, things like that, you know, like, those things, I, tr- I definitely believe you. Or believe that with you mm-hmm. <laughs> on like the whole soul tie things. So, yeah. yeah, for sure, man, for sure. And I've had, I've definitely had those moments, like you just said, where it's just like, and it's crazy how it can be with human interactions, where it's like, I was talking to someone, I was like, man, isn't it crazy how you could be talking to someone every day and yeah. you go from like every day to just nothing? Mm-hmm. Like that's just like emotionally, that's just it. Don't even feel it'd be crazy, right? Yeah. It'd just be like, dang, yeah. I'll talk to this person every day, and then just how how you can just go to a complete band aid rip off, right? No communication. Yeah. It's just it's crazy. It it's, it can mentally mess you up yeah, if you allow it, it to. It, it'll it'll everything as much as people. A lot of people will like tell you, "I want change. I want things to change," right? Mm. They don't. They really don't. Because that mm. if, like, you take one small thing out of somebody's life, like coffee for me, mm. you take that away from me, it's going to fuck up my whole day. Dang. <laughs> no, nah, not really. No, nah, I'm just kidding. It's all right. But you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Like, it could be something very small. And so, like, if you're taking something like another energy source mm-hmm. like that, you know, because a lot of times, you know, not speaking on your own personal experiences, but mm-hmm. a lot of times people will be so hurt because they lost a plug. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost a source of whoop, they lost the mm-hmm. source of like how they're getting their energy. And mm-hmm. so, like, it really will damage them because who are they? Yeah. Without, you know, and so it's like that can be that's another interesting tie that can happen. But um yeah, man. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's so crazy this shit. life thing, man. Life be life. Life be life. And, um, what time is know. it? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm ready to get out of here, Dad. Nah, not even. Not even. She's got a meeting at three, so I wanted to make sure. Oh, uh, okay. We're going to definitely time. Yeah, we definitely get you out of here in that time. I wanted to make sure, um, because like I said, I heard your music. I know you as the artist, yeah. you know, in that regard. And so. This time, I wanted to just, if you're familiar with the podcast, I wanted to really take the time to really, the audience, get to know you outside of that. Right, right. And so getting into, um, you know, your artistry, mm. you know, um, how did that, first first and foremost, I want to ask, like, because you were describing the city um, that your family was based in in North Carolina. Are you from North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Like, are you from Charlotte? Are you from that small city? Or did they yeah. migrate here? Um, born here. Uh, when I say here, I mean Charlotte. Like, right? Were you no, born I in came, that town. Yeah, I well, I was born in Sanford, North Carolina. Sanford, okay. Mm, that's near Fayetteville. Okay. And so, uh, not near, but whatever. Anyways, mm. uh, in that direction. And so, um, my family, if as long as good as I know the story, um, they've lived there for a very long time. They bought the tobacco fields. You um, still got family based out there. Yeah, we still own the land. Okay. Um, yeah, my uncle still runs it. He still does, you know, his shit. Um, my sister lives in my Nana's house. Mm. That's been in the family for a while. Um, you got any Native American roots, Amy? I thought I did for a very long time, but... Um, no, Sanford. Yeah. Well, well, I was just born there. That's not where we lived. We lived out in the country in Bear Creek. and um, oh, okay. We 
because they had a house that was on the land but moved deeper in the forest somewhere, but it burned down. That was where my father was born. It was in that house. Mm. And so they just um, they just built a different house. Wow. My grandfather built it with his hands. So. Wow, that's And it dope. still stands. And now my sister lives there. That's family stories. With her dip- <laughs> man, it's, 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 it's very interesting. It makes me very proud to yeah, be a part man. of the family that I'm a part of. And uh, on both sides, you know, like, um, I'm proud of, like, who my mother is, too. Because, I mean, as much as I love my father, all of the nurturing and the love and the giving, the receiving, all of that. Mother. Both sides from North Carolina? Uh, from no, that? she is from Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> yeah, very small ass town in Minnesota, which I've been finding a lot of interesting things about, which are very questionable. But that small town or Minnesota as a state? Minnesota, um, the small town. Uh, I was actually, uh, I found out because I used to go there a lot as a child. Mm-hmm. Well, not a lot, but to see my grandparents. And um, there was always like this thing. It was like, it looked like a factory, right? Mm hmm. <laughs> looked like a factory and when you drive past it that's exactly what it looks like cool never thought anything of it as Mm. i got older right just like maybe a few months ago my sister told me this weird thing about it and she was like well it was actually a concentration camp wow for germans dang my mother is german and so they had to be very quiet about their german roots because of the whole World War Two thing, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Um, it was very interesting to know that we like were on the hush hush about who and what they were mm. when they were out there. But yeah, my my grandfather was a mason, mm. uh, like a brick mason. Oh, okay, uh, I think no, 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 I lied. He's in architecture. His dad was a Freemason. A Freemason. So mason, both both type of masons. Brick mason. Sorry, I'm getting the, the terminology messed up. That was my fault. Brick I'm mason, Freemason. Yeah, because he he would both masons. No, 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 no. Just one. The brick mason. If I'm okay. not if I'm not mistaken, it had to have been because all he did was build. Mm. I know that the Freemasons do that too, but like mm. he um he has a lot of. It looks like churches, like these small church-looking buildings, and they still have his name on it. Mm. In like yeah, Iowa. brick mason. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what the terminology is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get the two confused sometimes. Yeah, I used to too. Yeah, that's I used to bad. too. I know one is more spiritual. That's the Freemason because they work with free matter. So that's why I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it get real, it get wicked with that. You know, that's like, I want to go somewhere you, else. I ain't going to that. I ain't doing that with you today. I'm trying to go somewhere. <laughs> anyway, so both sides of my family has been it's it's very prideful of like their their strange intricate unique stories and like all of the different things because i'm strange and unique so it's Mm. it makes me feel like okay i am a part of this family i'm not like the most oddest one like we are even like with my brother and my sister like we're all very strange and we all have our own humor as far as like we share it and stuff like that and so it's just it's very interesting Dope, man. Dope. And and falling in line with that. And um, this has been a great conversation of just knowing your backstory, knowing your history with the family that you've been brought up with. When and what stage in your life did you um, tap into the creative outlet of like writing and and realizing like this is something that you were passionate about? So my dad was a drummer. Okay. And so like in his little trailer that he would have, um, he would have like a guitar. He bought me a, a piano, 
And so, like, we would listen to, like, Lenny Kravitz or Jimi Hendrix, and I would just sit on the drums and try to figure it out. Yeah. I Can't play Lenny the drums Kravitz, bro. for fucking nothing. Can't play them. You cannot play the drums? No. Okay. I mean, you know, any, any, I wouldn't say anybody can do just about anything. I can't do things that are great. Like, there are some people that are, like, fantastic. But, like, you know, I can do a little one-two or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like... It just wasn't basics. my thing. That was his thing. He wanted me. To, he wanted to share that with me. Yeah, but yeah. He shared music with me, and that was enough. And so, like, when I started writing, I would take like Little Wayne lyrics and move the words around. You know, like I would try to fit them into my own idea of mm. what, like, you know, like of course, I mean, I don't know, not everybody does it, but like, you know, you start off really learning your favorite artists. And, like, you start learning their lyrics. Mm-hmm. And you sit and you practice. Yeah. And as an artist now, that's literally all I do. It's the same, it's the same thing. I just became my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, <laughs> yeah. and so, like, taking words, like I said, in, the, in those moments, like, I would just take them and just rearrange them as much as I possibly could. And then, like, if I didn't like how somebody said something, I would look up synonyms and, like, just learning vocabulary is like, and that was around high school. Mm. And like, I remember homies would be beating on the table and I'd be writing or like, I'd be rapping like swagger, like mine, but mm. like I would put my own lyrics yeah, yeah, with yeah. the same cadence, but it would be my own lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that stuff was always fun, but it started in high school. And then like, I really took it seriously in college. What then, college did you attend? For the first two years, I started in, at the end of 2012. It was at Winston-Salem State okay, University. And um, I kind of got, like, I got my feel of the place. And, like, it was, um, I got so much culture and so much love and so much, you know, like, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And so I moved to Charlotte mm-hmm. in 2014. Okay. Right. And so I wanted to learn more about history at Winston-Salem State, I could only learn to 1865. Would not let me learn anything past that. Mm. And it bothered me. So I went to a different school because I wanted to know what was past that for slaves and mm. black people and things in that nature. Because we really talk about slavery. I know I'm going to take you on a... But we talk <laughs> about slavery and like all of these things, but like we never really talk about why. You know, like why? Mm. What was happening? Because there was life before slavery yeah a lot of life being lived and so it's like what happened what made everybody so mad at brown-skinned people like what Mm. what you know what was the turn of the tide because we know how we started things civilizations and all these other stuff so it's like what happened so i went to unc charlotte looking for those answers i still did Mm. not find them i mean Mm. i tried to take art classes that involved african art we would only do like one or two days, whereas like if it was Roman or Greek, it would be weeks and weeks and weeks. So I had to branch outside of that and like I started finding more creative artists and like more people and like it it was it was a lot of people that I see now that are doing well for themselves and like but it was at a it was like a thing called the underground, you know? Mm. And then from there I just started meeting more people that I really enjoyed, and I became part of a group called the Indigo Music Collective. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was a group of us, and we just tried to focus on releasing as much music as possible and, like, performing in the city and things like that. And 
as groups do, they separate. They mm. do, you know, people want to do their own thing. People have different ideas, yeah. mindsets, and different lessons that they need to learn without each other. Yeah. And so um, we separated. And once that happened, uh, my father actually passed away in 2014. Mm. And his name was Blue. Oh. And so I, after that moment, became Blue. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so I will forever carry that with me as well as my rat pill. Because uh, <laughs> he also had one. <laughs> Word, that's what's up. So it's it's a lot of people think it's Classic. for like, well they think it's for aesthetics, you know, like you, you know being cool or whatever. And it's mm. like it's not. It's it's a family meaning behind it. It's a family tradition, and my brother has one too. Word. And so I will forever keep mine, you know, like forever. And I let it grow as long as it needs to. I might cut it off, start it over again, or whatever. But mm. that that is my tie too. It feels like you know. <laughs> What is that shit called? The Avatar? You know, when they mm-hmm. pull out this shit? And yeah. that, that's what it feels like to me. It's yeah. my connection. It's like your tribe, man. Yeah. That's interesting because, like, back in the day, like, it's become, like, you know, everything becomes fast and stuff like that. Um, but back in the day, like how you were saying, like, the cats that I knew that had rat tails, like, mm-hmm. they didn't cut them. Like, it came from, like, family background, origin stories like Absolutely. that. They weren't just wearing rat tails to wear them. Like, the cats, like, it's like, like seeing an albino kid. It's very rare to see one. Right. But when they did have the rat tail, it was a meaning be like they dad had like you said, it was a it was a it was a, a backstory behind right. it. Yeah. And so. those things I think they're all very beautiful because it's again, it's like just keeping a little piece of somebody with you. Like whether it's like their laugh, you know, like sometimes people the one of the things that I enjoy uh like about people is that uh you take you take little bits and pieces from them, you know, like mm-hmm. whether it's their mannerisms or like the way they look at things, the way, you know, like birds of a feather flock together type of yeah, thing. So they for always, sure. you know, your parents always want you to be around people that are good for you. And like, because we take from other people. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> with like my dad, I tried my best to take all the good things that I saw out of him and like assimilate them into myself. So those that was one of the things that it was. Mm, yeah. Right yeah. And then obviously the music, but that was just something where it just it always felt like that was what I was supposed to be doing. No matter what I tried to do cuz I wanted to be a historian. Mm. I told her if I if I got to do it over again, I'd probably push really hard to be an anthropologist. Really? Yeah, mm. I want to dig up shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like that's where the answers are, bro, and like they just be lying about it. So mm. only way I could figure it out is to do it myself. But you can't just be digging anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was thinking about that because like I've always been fascinated <laughs> with my own family history in, in that regard. And now, the way as generations pass, like I used to have a, a excuse me, an uncle Hardy Ray. Yeah, um, he kept like. All the family history. Mm. So I've always been fascinated with stuff in that regard of just like the backstory of origins and right. like, um, you know, birth certificates and where people originated from and like, you know, really knowing where this thing really started on my family. Yeah. And then as I got older, you know, like you said, exploring the history of just like 
yo, where did this all originate from? Mm-hmm. You know, like when it comes to like what what really set it off, like you said in that regard. Absolutely. And so um, I feel you the same way. Like I, I feel like if I was to reverse it, and that may be something that I still, you know, my midlife crisis may be that. You yeah. know, like I was joking with my <laughs> niece the other day. I said my midlife crisis. I'm a um, I'm gonna end up being a doctor on y'all or something like that. She was like, "Ain't a doctor like hey years? You might die." It was just like, I was like, "Thank you, I thank you for that. ruining my dreams." Like. <laughs> motivating me wouldn't it be crazy though like i become a doctor and then like i die like the first year like <laughs> during surgery like, you just be like <laughs> like i would live in peace though i would live happy like right. i did what i wanted you to got do to your moment mm-hmm. i got to my moment man but like, the historian thing like for sure like i feel like that's it's so much history that goes you know unturned that's out here it's so from you know like you said anthropology Antho digging up stuff to the ocean, like just yeah. you know, that's a whole nother world within itself, and so we don't even yeah, another hole. <laughs> mm, <laughs> yeah, no, that thing get real. If you really want to take your take that to another level on a personal tip, like um, in your personal time, you should watch a show on Netflix. It's called Ancient Apocalypse. Mm, okay, I loved it. I loved it absolutely. Cause I like mean, on some history stuff. Oh, absolutely. Like, it, it'll blow your fucking mind, uh, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, just thinking about, like, he bring. I'll just say like this. He brings up to use as a, uh, as a premise for his argument, right? He uses pyramids. Not one of them is Giza. Mm. Not one. Because there are so many others, like, here that they don't talk about that they don't want anybody to know about and of course you have the ones in like Teotihuacan that's in Mexico Mm. you know and like that's the sun and the moon the stepping ones but like there are so many out here that like defy time (laughs) yeah like when you do the carbon dates and stuff on the rocks and things like that like they date back 20,000 years and you're just like 20,000 freaking crazy bro that's the ice age yeah you know what I mean like that's when they were talking about we were throwing sticks and bow and arrows and shit, and you mean to tell me that we were actually really sophisticated enough to build this shit? And, like, I mean, a whole infrastructure and, like, the whole thing. Yeah. There's, like, underground cities in that, they, that they, you know, they, they propose on the thing. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, overall, something that I would like to leave you with, um, because I talk about this a lot, uh, like, just in passing, but... Um, I've always wondered if a world like ours has already existed, right? Because Mm. we do, right now, we do have hunter-gatherer tribes that will never really know what it is like to live here, right? They'll only be able to inscribe it in writing or in art, right? And so, let's say a thousand years goes by. Mm -hmm. Those families and those tribes will probably still be here. Mm. But we won't. Yeah, yeah. Because we're destroying ourselves, right? Yeah. What's going to be left? Their depiction of us. Mm. What was left of them back then? The depictions of hunter-gatherers. So Mm. what I'm saying is is that there could have been a higher intelligent people that lived there. And Mm. because they were shit and they probably fucked the water up or something, the water probably, Mm -hmm. you know, just like California. Took it out. Miami and like all of those diff- different places, like they're supposed to just completely disappear and go under the water. We'll never, what you know, what are you supposed to do with that? Like you, yeah. you're not gonna be able to dive under there deep enough to like, you know, show people like, yes, this place existed. Like, yeah. give it fifty to a hundred years, people will forget about California if it 
It's crazy, right? I think about like I was watching somewhere like people were talking about how they found like you know they're finding like the stones that like from some of these like pyramids that are in like Egypt like the the certain like stone to make them here in America like in Ohio yeah you know like that and then like you know you go into the history of the Grand Canyon of like finding older uh, like Egyptian pieces there seeing how close if you look at the history of the Earth how close like. Africa was to the continent that we're at now. Right. You know, and how, like, certain things spread it out to yeah. where, like, it's more f- far apart. Like, they were talking about how it was a time where, like, you know, you could probably, like, it was a lot more connected it was than Pangea. it was. Yeah. yeah, Pangea, and the, everything was connected. And, like, there were land bridges everywhere, and people didn't have to sail on boats, technically. You know, mm. it, it wasn't until after Pangea that people had to figure out boats. And mm. we know now that it's been tons of thousands of years that people knew how to, like, sail boats and make them. Yeah. So I think that's crazy. Like, they just don't ever want to give. And who's to say that these people were, you know, I mean, I'm sure everybody was brown skinned, but it's just like, you know, any culture, it's like, you know, like they always are like, well, they're black, so it couldn't have, you know, it couldn't have been. And it's like, well, if the whole entire world was black, what did it matter? <laughs> yeah. What did it matter? Like, that doesn't make any sense. So it's just like, whatever. But um, the one thing that I wanted to point out was, um, With Pangea, uh, a lot of things. Oh, uh, that's what it was. With the ancient uh, apocalypse show, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, towards the end of it, you realize that like something really crazy happened at a certain point in time in our history, which could have erased any type of evidence of a civilization like how we have today, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, it's just crazy to me to think that we could have done this before. Not us specifically, but it yeah, could have yeah. happened before. I get what you're saying. And they just want to continue to erase it. And so it's like, so what's the point then? You know, like, what are we doing exactly in this, like, journey towards the future? You know what I mean? Like, what mm. exactly is the point of all of these things that we're doing? Yeah. Because if they do have that knowledge, then it's like, okay, so don't kill us again. Like, we, <laughs> if you already knew that, like, but anyways. Maybe that's maybe that's their mission. Yeah, I mean that's a whole nother realm of conversation. But like, I honestly feel that that's that's some of the mission of the higher up to depopulate. You know, why else would you not? Just talking about that. Why else would you? Because I feel like they they got the remedies for all this stuff. They got the cures for everything. They know what's going on. Even what we're talking about with that. Mm-hmm. Why not solve this? Maybe because like we like chaos, and chaos brings order to us, and we want to depopulate. We want to keep you stable. Right. Feeding off of that, feeding off of that energy is definitely something I believe. Because, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to say that. I mean, I know that the the universe is big enough to where aliens exist. I have no idea if they're here or not. That's not the point. But the point is, is that there are entities at play, you know, that really do feed off of the negative Mm -hmm. energies and the negative. It's like a. It's like its own gas greenhouse, you know, like negative energy that just yeah, perpetuates man. around the world. It's it like just, the Matrix out here. It is the Matrix out here. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, man. And it be glitching. Mm, it, be, it be real out here. You talking about you don't know if they're here. We had to talk more about you this know, off, I, off base because... What we just talked about, right? Mm-hmm. What we just talked about, about perspectives and mm-hmm. what people will take and they'll run with. I'm yeah. not giving anybody anything to be like, run. <laughs> Fuck, uh-uh. You, I'm just going to say, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so a wise man 
mm. knows that he does not know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll 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 leave with this, and then I want to say I want to ask you one more thing, and then yeah. I'll I'll let you get out of here. Okay. In regards of um, you know, a man is only a man can only tell you things based off his own personal experiences. Right. And so through the situations like that I've gone through, through my own personal experiences, yeah. I definitely feel like that they're here. Yeah. I feel like that they, like you say, it's glitches to where they, they're allowed to show themselves because I feel like that's universal law. You have to show them, them meaning us, right. everything that's going on. Right. So they won't be naive to the fact of what's going on. But I also believe a universal law is that they cannot fully come into embracing of us right. at this time yet. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a time that it's going to be on some Rick and Morty type stuff where like they're going to be prevalent and right. showing themselves and walking around Absolutely. like how we are. I guess I have a fear, right? I have a fear that, you know, they might be just a little bit more advanced, right? Which is awesome. But I've realized even like, especially with humans, you know what I'm saying? That like education or like smarts or knowing something does not prevent that person from being somebody like bad or like bad for you you know mm -hmm. and so we see that with like politicians they have all the knowledge and like you know scientists who lie to people like things like that they have all these knowledges mm -hmm. and like crazy world wonders you know going on in their head and they could still be bad for the people that's around them and so Aliens are cool in certain senses, but it really does freak me out sometimes when I think about it because we have no idea what their intentions are. Intentions are. You know, like, I have no idea if you're coming down here to, like, take the veil off of our government or if you're here to empower the government or if you were here to reinstate the government more or, like, the government ain't doing what you wanted to do, so blow the planet up. I have no idea what <laughs> they're here for, you know what I mean? And so, like, I don't I know if you've been seeing... Above. Have you been seeing, like, the, it was, like, one in Las Vegas, and then it was another one in New York, but, like, it was literally a UFO, and, like, I mean, this nigga was just fucking sitting there floating. You saw, yeah. dude, it was the, and it was just like some nope type stuff. Bro, and it's just, like, why? Why? What are you doing? Like, what, what, I mean, I get it. You watching and shit. Like, that's cool, but, like, it's weird. You know what I mean? Because it's, like. Collecting data. If somebody was really here to help us. You know, like, yeah, we see the earth is going down the hill. Like, you know, mm. let's try to, you know, save their atmosphere or some shit. Like, you would think that they would, like, go to people, not the government, or, like, you know, people that are in power. Like, they would actually go to the people that can actually change these things or want to change these things. And so it's like, they're not going to anybody. Mm. I don't know what the fuck they're doing here. You know, like, they're yeah. just watching. And I think that's odd. I think that's some odd-ass shit. Cause yeah. Again, what are your intentions? And I can't just assume that because you're a higher intelligence that you have a you have interest in like my best benefit. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I could just be another cattle to you. Yeah. Have no idea. And I believe that. I believe it's it's a mixture of both. I believe it's it's with good. I think it comes back down, rooted even with the aliens. I think it's good versus evil, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, that scripture, we wrestle right. not against flesh and blood. Principalities, powers, rules of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. Right. That means stuff on the earth that we can't even see. And, <laughs> and you know, it's, it's levels to this thing. And I do think it's certain aliens, like I said, universal law, they are just watching. They are just probing. Right. Because they, they, they can't touch us in that regard. But they have to let them know, like, yo, like, 
we we here. Yeah. Like we we have to let y'all know we here. Yeah. And then I do think it's some that they they're able to go through the experiences and and let people know certain information mm-hmm. and guide them. You know, I think it was like that back in the day with certain aliens as well. Right. And then I think, like I said, it's some that's working with the government that's here to destroy. Right. You know, in that regard, I right. think it's a mixture of everything. Just like it's a mixture of different humans, I think it's a mixture of them. And right. Then I think exactly is what I was. Yes. That's the point. Yes. That mm-hmm. it, like all of them are like just like us. We could all be just a variety of different types of people and we don't know exactly who we're dealing with it, right? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it could be the good ones. It could be the ones that are already doing some shit. I don't know. Or they might not have been doing shit at all. They might just have been what I have no idea. Yeah. They could have been here the whole time just chilling. Well that's what some I mean, that's what stuff. people like, that's what people always want you to believe is that they've always had some kind of power at play when it comes to things or like even like if you look up like Roswell, um, the place out in the Midwest is where uh what is the place called? Area fifty one. It's like okay, in that like area. Nevada and all that. Right. It's out there in that area. And like they had, you know, there was supposed to be aliens up under there and like spacecraft. Yeah, yeah. They were doing testing on them and like yeah, all big kinds conspiracy of conspiracy with that. Right, yeah. And so like there were a lot of women that would come out or not a lot of women, excuse me. Of but um there was a woman who said that one of the people that they captured didn't feel safe to communicate telepathically with anyone else in the room except for her. And so it spoke to her through pictures because it didn't know the language yet until the girl taught it. Mm. And then once, you know, then it was able to speak to her through words and things like that. And Mm. so, like, I can't remember all of it, but that was like another story that was written from her personally, from Mm. her experience working Mm. there. So it's just, you know, you never know. You never know if it's somebody that's just out here talking mumbo jumbo or if it was a real thing or whatever. And so it's just, but it's definitely interesting to listen to. Yeah, for sure. And so until I can see it for myself or until something like that actually happens around here, I'm just like, huh? It's a speculator and yeah, all 50, of this. 50-50 on mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. Could be, could not be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. for sure. I mean, that's how that's how it should be. You know, like I said, until, like I said, like, you're, you're only entitled based off your own experiences. Yeah. And then, like, you know, some of these people had these experiences. That woman, she had that experience. Or she could be on some, you know, trying to get a bag type stuff. Right. You never know. It's 50-50. Right. But... You know, you have to be the judge with your own experiences and then and then discernment, you know, mm-hmm. allowing yourself to to be open to that discernment in the spirit. You'll know. I feel like if, if you really tap into your spirit and know those things of like yeah. if you really, truly want to know, I believe if you sincerely want to know what is the objective, like what is God like? Is there a God like because I mm-hmm. went through that phase of that. And I if you I tell people all the time, if you sincerely be careful what you ask for, because if you sincerely want to know, like the like if this stuff's really real. Yeah. Them portals will open up, like <laughs> yeah. like them realms will open up to where like that's what you. Yeah, some of these people think people out here crazy and homeless and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, some of these cats did lose their jobs and they never they ain't recovered. Some of these people pray for some stuff they weren't ready for, right? And they lost their freaking mind. Yeah, and they ain't they ain't recovered from it yet. So right. they like I'm just gonna do crack the rest of my life because what I seen in 1998 I ain't recovered I ain't go, from. I ain't going back. You know what I'm saying? Like it be cases like that. Not for real. And so in certain regard, like I tell people, like you know, if you if you're sincere in your heart of wondering these things, ask ask God, and you know that stuff will be revealed. Yeah, but just be oh, yeah. be prepared just like you For like anything you like you were talking yep. about preparation like you want you want to like get further in music you want to get a certain levels of music yeah 
I tell my nephew all the time because he's in the music industry. I was like, you need to be prepared for that. Be prepared yeah. for what you pray for because it will come. But you need to be prepared for that. But you don't that. know, right? You don't know mm. what comes with it. You yeah, know. Man. I was watching this uh, this one dude on Instagram. He was this uh, white comedian guy, and he goes, um, "Atheism has to be the most white." person thing that you can do like white privilege thing that mm. you can do right and he was like he was like uh, what did he say he was like jesus anyone he's and he's like the white guy's like nah not for me i don't need that i'm good mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't need any of those things it was just funny because like um because i know that we all experience it no matter the color or anything like that but it was just funny that he put it as like a white privilege in in that in that regard because mm-hmm. i was just like to believe and not believing to take the strength right. in doing that. Yeah, yeah, that I don't I don't need anything and nothing is behind it. Like it's just me. Mm. It's that's some crazy shit to think. It really yeah. is like cuz I mean, you know, we can sit and we can talk about biblical things and all of those things. I I believe in I believe that there are things at play. I don't think that we're alone as far as mm. like, you know, energy-wise and things like that. I I do pray to a higher being. Yeah, so you believe there's something going on out here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I could, I could already tell. I mean, honestly, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> energy-wise, even before this discussion, you like your vibe is, you like, can't live. You know in what's this going world. on? Yeah, but I mean, you just can't live in this world and not really truly believe. I mean, like just looking at the sun alone, mm. bro, like that shit is crazy. Yes, there's science behind it. Absolutely, there's science behind everything. Yeah, but there's also a unseen motion that is pushing things, no matter. No matter how much you want to sit and talk about it, like if you want to talk about you know stars, because I'm really into astronomy, like mm. um, yeah, astronomy, not astrology. Yes, see, I'm mixed stuff up all the time. What's the difference? Astrology is like what people talk about with like zodiacs. Oh, you know okay, what I mean. Yeah, but like yeah. astrology or astronomy is really about like study of stars, right? And okay, so like gotcha. how they would come to be and things like that. And a lot of stars they start off from the the explosions of other stars. And then those components squeeze together and mm. they create like this super cold thing. And then once they create coldness, then it creates heat somehow. Mm. And then it explodes and becomes a fucking star. And then it wow. pulls all the shit. It, it literally uses everything from itself to create not only itself, but then its solar system. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's pulling in everything as it's like imploding and then. Big Bang or whatever, you know, yeah, like at yeah. least that's how they describe it. You know what I'm saying? And so like when you sit down and you think about those motions and those things that be, it's just like, you think the rock did that? <laughs> yeah. We can look at a rock now and, and we know it's not doing anything like, but there is something about like rocks will, I could go on and on. We'll, we need to stop. <laughs> we need to stop. We, we had to talk more about this all yeah, yeah, day. Yeah. This has this been a good conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I want to I want to end it with you know going back into like music in the, in the regard of just like asking you this. Yeah. Um, because like I appreciate again appreciate you coming on the show, learning about the origin of the name, learning about the origin of your family, right? And you know, pretty much confirming in my spirit, you know, you being. Your energy off your music gives that that you you are you know very a cool very calm collected. I ain't gonna say calm. I don't know y'all. So you might be you ain't wow. Right? You know? <laughs> your, your energy is good though. Crazy. You know I would chill. At, I would chill with you outside of this. Yeah. I say that That's in that regard. And so with that, you know, being the artist that you are, um, you got a lot of people in the city, man. Like you know that are staples in the city. That like I said, been rooting for you. That that have been. 
giving nothing but good energy when it comes to like, man, like, yeah, she's doing it. Like she, she the one, like she getting it on. What, what is some things that people can expect for, from you in 2023? And then in the aspect of being a creative in the city, um, what are some things I ask artists that you have loved seeing the progression of since your time here? Mm. And what's some things that need to be worked on still in 2023? Um, Let's start with what you got going on. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing for me, um, just something that I want to see out of myself is consistency. Um, I definitely think that it takes time to cultivate an idea and to really bring life into it and materialize it. Uh, what a lot of people are now using is called manifesting. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? And so, um, but uh, that's something that I want to see out of myself. What I'm wanting others to be prepared for when it comes to my music is to be prepared to really be able to enjoy movement. You know, like being able to lose that self-awareness, that self-consciousness, and to really, really, really be captivated by the energy. Because mm. I put a lot into it. And so I want people to, I guess, like, loosen up, I guess is like the most simplest term about it. And yeah. to like... It did that. I feel like so many people are so like, I gotta be a thug. <laughs> I gotta be hard. And it's just <laughs> yeah. like, bro, you know, like be happy. You're living your life. The sun is shining. Everything mm. is good in the world. And like, I mean, not all the time, but you know what I'm saying? Like, everything is okay right now. And so it's like, it's good to, I want people to have a moment of like, uh, I want people to have a moment of like, true happiness and bliss yeah. you know not to really think outside of that moment right then and there you know what i mean and so like embrace it right exactly drink the kool-aid yeah. <laughs> like you know like take your jacket off get comfortable exactly and so um whatever it is because i love i know right now i've been into a more afrobeat type of um vibe mm. but i really love soul mm. and i really love funk you know like mm. i love like you know Thundercats and like things like that, you know what I mean. So I'm looking to really bring all of those types of vibes and mm. really curate it into an entity, so that when people hear it, they know, you know, they know who I am mm. and they know what the blues is. And so that's why it's separate from my name, because the blues is not me; mm. it is itself, and mm. and it is a movement, and it is a course of movement within the body. You mm. know what I mean? And so I want people to understand that when they listen to my music that it's more than just let's go out and have drinks or whatever. Like yeah. it's, it's uh, an embodiment of a feeling, you know, of a, of an energy, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's really what I want people to look forward to more of because I want to get serious about my definition of what I'm doing, you know? Right. So, yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> I've been putting yeah. a lot of work into trying to figure myself out these oh, past yeah. few that was That flowed very organically. Like this <laughs> conversation, it, that was very well said. Um, what to expect or what do you expect from the city? You know, like what, what are some things that 
you're proud of since your stay here that you know maybe connections you may have made what some things that need to be improved upon i'm proud of the individuals that um i started out with um for instance like dexter jordan right now is mm. yeah. touring with ari lennox you Shout know out to dex man you feel me like um well overdue like hard work that's a perfect example of my goodness you know and like hard work paying off even like you know De Niro, um Sianka, you've had them both on here you know yeah, like yeah and, you know, everybody feels uh, their own certain way about their personal stride. But, like, from the outside looking in, I'm proud of the places that they've been able to reach mm. and the people, the ears that they've been able to reach. The, you know, the – the because especially De Niro, he's got a word for you. You know, like, mm. when, you, when you talk to him, he has a word for you. Yeah, outside always, of music. Yeah. Exactly. And mm. so he's always speaking life into people. And, like, that makes me proud that that comes from – here you know mm. um even people that i don't really know you know like just seeing them thrive and not even just from charlotte you know like from raleigh mm. and different things like that um different designers fart pdf i don't know if you know mm, who that yeah. is he's been doing amazing work and it's consistent i mean and he's been going you know been showing and exhibits and things like that mm. i mean it's 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 phenomenal even this one right here you know what i mean like she's been taking risks and you know, really, 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 really putting forth their everything into mm. their art, you know, and it's inspirational. Yeah. It makes people want to just fuck my job, you know, yeah. I'm going to go hard. You know, it makes it, look, it makes it look easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, I'm proud of not only just them, but the support around them, you know, and like around people like myself. And so it's just like. It's just really amazing to to hear good things, you know, or like that people are saying good things because you never mm. know, yeah. you know, somebody could be tarnishing your name for whatever reason, yeah, you know, because of how they feel. And so, I just think that that's really beautiful. Mm. Um, on the other tip, I mean, you know, uh, I think that the difference between good business and bad business is something that people need to understand mm. in Charlotte, yeah, and that just because somebody does something doesn't mean that it is good business you know mm. and like attention or um publicity is not you know like people are like well at least they're talking like no nah, like not all publicity is good publicity and I not all you know agree. like not all friends or acquaintances should be your friends and so i, like, I can i, I might be able that. to yeah i might be able to work with you but having you on a personal level may not be beneficial for mm. my mental or yeah. you know physical whatever and so, um, you know, and, and trusting, I feel like the, the next thing is, like, trusting people's experiences, you know, when they've said that they've experienced something or, like, being more sympathetic with each other, you know, like, what each other is going through. Because at this point, we're all old enough now where collaborations are cool, but I do this to get paid, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's another thing, you know, if, if you need money in order to do something, then speak up. You know, and don't have this resentment in your heart because people aren't paying you because you're not asking for it or you're not, you know, set. You're not you're praying for those things, but you're not prepared for them. You mm, know what I mean? And yeah. so, like, just to go ahead and rewind it back around. But, yeah, like, I just feel like there's a lot of things that people want to do, but they don't understand what comes with it. And so, like, that's that's the one thing that I hope for Charlotte is that they start to really 
really understand the people that they surround themselves with, mm. they associate themselves with, and um, making sure that you stay true to yourself at all points in time. You know, like not settling for anything just because it might make something easier. You know, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like, yeah, yeah sure. I just, um, I see that a lot where people sacrifice a lot of themselves and then they're like kind of upset about it. And it's like, but again, you're giving, you're not receiving, you're trying to give and it's, you think it's selfless, but it is selfish. Mm. And instead of being mad at everyone around you, you need to take accountability for what you're doing. Yeah. You know? I completely agree. Yeah. So that's my words for Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, yeah. man. Good stuff. Well said. Well said. Yeah. I've enjoyed this conversation, man. It's been a good kickback getting to know you and, uh, you Absolutely. know, just building with you. Um, if you don't mind, you know, if you can give people like your um, ways to get in contact with you, socials, if you know. Oh, yeah. Platforms. Um, I mean, I'm really active in Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't really post on TikTok. Sorry, everyone. I don't dance. Um, I just deactivated mine. It's an addiction sometimes. It can be, bro. You know? It can be. And the only reason why I'm on Instagram is because I have to be, you know? And so, but um, I have, uh, the Instagram is T-H-E period blue with an S at the end, E before the U, like the cheese. Um and I'm pretty sure that's on all of my social platforms. Um, it may not be a period, but that is how you find me is the blues. And then um, uh, same thing with like Facebook. Um, and then on Instagram is or YouTube. It's the same thing. Um, and I actually have three videos up there, but my newest one is something like this. So that one is trending right about now. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm enjoying that. Beautiful. One more thing before we get out of here. Yeah. Creative, you mentioned the videos. That's one thing I like as well, your direction that you do. Are you a part of that process as well? Oh, I wrote the entire thing. Word. Yeah. That's what's up. That's beautiful. Yeah, I wrote the entire thing. I figured thing. as much. I just wanted to confirm that. Yeah, I mean, I, I tried my best because sometimes you don't, sometimes I feel like taking complete control, it feels like I'm taking the creativity out of other people's hands, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, I feel you. I try my best to ask, you know, like, what do you think of this? Or, like, you know, do you have anything to add? Is there something that you want to see yourself in? Or, like, you know, whatever the situation is for Lickle, you know? Like, I, I always try to get his input on things. And so mm -hmm. it, um, I sat in my car and, wrote, and me, him, and her, we all just sat in there and was just like, okay. And then it's gonna be like this, mm. and it's gonna be like that, and then I just kept finalizing it over and over, added pictures to it so that I could have something that was a little bit more physical, and creating mood boards, things like that. It's, yeah. it's really fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. If anybody needs me to do it for you, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a lame, bro. That's for a lame. Real. You're, you're yeah. very talented in doing that as well. So Thank I look you. forward to seeing you just not just musically, like I said, like touch a lot of different avenues. Like I could see yeah. you creatively behind the lens, yeah. in front of the lens. Right. Yeah. And so like keep yeah, doing it writing wise. I would you know? really love to be a voice actor. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah, like, I, I would love that to be well. that like on a cartoon show. Mm -hmm. That'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Have you done? Have you considered doing auditions for that? Like, I know. don't know where to start with that. So, but it just is a matter of time and a matter of asking and looking. So, I'll send you some links through the gram. Uh, some spots you really? may want to um, look in, like like Voices dot com is a good one. And then uh, I send you my my homegirl stuff because she started. She's trying to get into it 
now as well. Yeah. And uh, she has some good like stuff to where you can do some research on. But yeah, Ooh. that's that's a good lane as well. Yeah. Voice acting. Yeah. Yeah, man. I just any any of those things. It's all very much fun for me. So mm-hmm. I agree. Same I enjoy here. it. I enjoy the the tedious things behind it. Like I've just started putting all of my contacts in like Excel online like even that type of stuff it just it feels like you're giving yourself purpose when you're able to like take care of these things and like now you know that they're done because there's nobody that is going to be there to tell you that they need to be done or Mm -hmm. that they're even there to check off your list or whatever and so it's like it it's really just you creating these things as day goes on you know like what can I make how can I make my business more efficient and more direct and you know word yeah Mm -hmm. so it's been a great interview, man. I appreciate you coming. <laughs> Absolutely. You ever want me back, you know? Yeah, Just for sure. Me. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We're going we gonna to continue. You ever want to get back on here? We can talk about, you know, that rabbit hole get deep. and so. <laughs> All the different ones. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would love to. Yep, yeah, for sure. This is As of Late. <laughs> Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late Podcast on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late Podcast on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.